On this episode of Blending Bourbon, be sure to join Dixon Deadman and myself, David Mark Young, live and in person from Kentucky as we discuss Kentucky bourbon. Blending Bourbon is the podcast that takes you beyond the barrel and behind the scenes of the whiskey industry with master blenders Dixon Deadman and David Mark Young. Welcome back to another episode of Blending Bourbon, the podcast brought to you by Golden Chief, Dixon Deadman, 2XO Whiskey, and for the first time joined in person by the man who can rock a v-neck better than anyone else on the planet, David Mark Young, owner, master blender of Golden Chief Whiskey. Um, it's really, it's, it's really special to have you here. Thank you, really, Dixon. Devin. It's really nice to have you here. It's, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you. You're, you're a, a warm, welcoming host. Um, you, you, you poured me some bourbon. I appreciate that. Um, That's funny. Do you think it's bourbon? <laughs> I, uh, it's rye. It's rye. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Gosh. Busted. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. I appreciate that warm welcome. It's nice to be here in Kentucky in Dixon Deadman land, uh, where everybody's a fan of 2XO. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's funny. And I think we should mention, it's fair to mention that, you know, we, there's a whole lot of editing that has to take place to make us look as professional and as well put together as we are, which means that we record and then there's several weeks between the recording and, you know, it going live. So, you know, we're actually talking uh, soon after the new year. Uh, you made a, a pilgrimage to Kentucky <laughs> to do some uh, work-related things and, and, and to come uh, try to, you know, put, you know, put one of these together in person. Um, you like an absolute maniac decided to drive yourself across the country, which is wow. always entertaining. Um, but you know, you kind of got a, like a, a little week long Kentucky visit going here, um, yeah. to, to, to kick off the new year. And, and I mean, is it, you want to, what's, what's, what's been the highlight of your you know trip so far? Oh man, it's all been highlights. It's been highlight after highlight. Yeah. You know, what better way to kick off the year than to come to the Mecca, the, uh, Disney world of, of bourbon, my, my favorite place on the planet. Um, so yeah, I, I parked myself in Bardstown, um, and spent a lot of time there. Uh, after all, this is, you know, not just business, not just work, but you know, want to have a little bit of fun. So, um, and you know, I was, I was coming down here, um, had a flight scheduled and decided that it would just be easier to drive, um, you know, hauling various, uh, marketing materials and, uh, podcast equipment and, you know, all, all the great things, you know, possibly a little bit of bourbon. And then of course, you know, I have to haul it all back. So it was just easier. It was easier. And, you know, and, th and then that way I can, uh, just, just, 
drive to all the places at my leisure, um, the convenience of my own vehicle. And, uh, and that's, you know, then ended up here with you right here in, 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 uh, what do they call this, call this town? Uh, Danville. We're D- in Danville. D- Danville. Okay. I thought it was, I thought it was Dixonville, but, uh, that's, I, that's, I mean, that's what it says. It says Dixonville <laughs> on the sign, but everybody calls it Danville. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot, a lot going on. This is going to be a big year for Golden Sheaf. Um, last year was, um, a success. It was, it was, a, it was a big year for us. It was our, it was our first year. So, um, you know, we got some product out there. We got a lot of great feedback. We won some accolades. We, um, you know, so it's about, um, growth, scaling, um, you know, discovering and what better way than to, to be amongst those that do it the best, um, making bourbon, selling bourbon, uh, consuming bourbon, all of the things. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's been a very prosperous, very, very productive week, uh, meeting with a lot of folks. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to name drop, but, uh, a lot of folks, uh, bourbon related people. How's that? And, and, um, you know, perhaps socializing the, the, the golden sheaf, good name and, uh, kind of our go-to-market strategy and exploring various states that we'll be rolling out to um, strategically this year. So, um, yeah, you know, one of the things I love about this industry and, and it's validating to me, for me, uh, because I left, a, uh, you know, a different career, different um, occupation, uh, is, is that everybody is, is it's <laughs> getting used to this setup here looking over at Dixon and look here on the screen. Uh, everybody is friendly and welcoming and, um, and I, I, I don't get that. Maybe you can help me understand why it's such a friendly industry, because there are a lot of industries that are cutthroat and competitive and, um, you know, folks, especially here in Kentucky are, are, what's the expression? Open kimono. hundred percent. Oh yeah. You said that, that weirded me out the other day. Yeah. You you just completely opened up your kimono and, and shared all the goods. And, and, uh, and I apologize too. I've got a little bit of laryngitis here. Um, this is, this is not the, the COVID. Uh, Maybe you should, you know, keep your kimono closed a little more often (laughs) than you would stay out of stay out of others open kimonos but but yeah seriously that's that's such a great thing for me especially you know it's something i'm very grateful for is that folks like yourself and 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 other people in the industry um are willing to share and talk and help and and collaborate and and it's been been you know like i said validating for me that i'm in the right place um because i have the same mindset you know i want to help i want to share i want to give back um, but why, why, why is that? Do you think it's, I mean, it's an interesting question and it's something that, um, I, I mean, I remember used to I used to pinch myself like, Oh wow. Like I've, and I'm not sure that I really have, but you know, like, Oh, this person will acknowledge me. This person will talk to me that we can, you know, they're they're you know, they know what I'm doing. They're excited about what we're doing. It's funny. I mean, when you, you know, at the, at the sales level, uh, there's a certain level where, you know, the, the, the rep for, you know, for this distributor, or th- this brand like goes in the store and they're just, they're like chewing up the, 
the staff, they're like, why is this bottle placed in, why do they have this shelf placement? And, you know, and like fighting over this. And then the next guy comes in and he moves it back around. Like there, there is that at a, at a sales level, you know, at a marketing sales level, at a, at an event level, why did they get this table? We got right. this table. Why do you know? Right. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's not, that's any industry, right? I mean, that's like why brands pay gajillion dollars to be in the, like when you walk into Costco right there on the wall when you walk, you know, I mean, it, you know, but I, I still think of, of this industry when you, when you're talking about the producers, when you're talking about the, the blenders, the distillers, um, you know, it is such a, there's such a camaraderie and a, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a club and, and, and it's a very welcoming club it until is. you do something that pisses other people off and right. then that changes things. But for the most part, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's kind of, it's also, I think there's a bit of that like kindred spirit thing. It's yeah. like when you do it, and you know you know what what goes on and what has to happen and the way you know that the challenges and the behind the scenes headaches and you know all that stuff like you know it's almost kind of like i know we're not exactly in the same boat because we're doing our own things but we deal with the same things so you you know you there's there's that like underlying um, appreciation for what you, what you do and the challenges you face and how you accomplish them. And that, you know, I, the other thing about this industry that I, I find to be, um, I, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just, I just cherish it is that everybody, you know, they, they, they want the best for everybody else. They want you to succeed. They want to be helpful. Um, you know, we're in a, in a period in this industry where, you know, grow, like, you know, the, the, the growth and the way it's going and, and, and it's exciting and, and, you know, I don't have to worry about, you know, somebody cutting into my piece of the pie because if I had more stuff, you know, it would be out there and, and there's so much excitement about this, this space and, and what's, what's, what's happening, the innovation and, and, and those types of things. And I think, you know, it's, 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 I don't know, you know, it's, it's, everybody kind of is in a, a different, not the same boat, but everybody's pulling on the same end of the rope. Like we all want, you know, American whiskey to grow and thrive, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, that whole idea, you know, people used to say like, you know, how do you, how do you make a gas station better is one to open up across the street, yeah. you know, and then become, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. just, um, so it's fun. I mean, it's a fun, it's fun to kind of connect and, and, and share war stories and, and, um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's cool. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's a lot of it is that it is fun. It's, it's been a hundred percent fun for me, you know, even the, even the, the, I guess the, the, the less indis, uh, interesting aspects of it. Um, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, everybody's, everybody's enjoying their own product and, and perhaps even sharing and, and, 
enjoying it. Maybe it's just a more, it's a happier industry. I mean, it is the spirit industry and and maybe that's it. I mean, that's something a lot of people do when, you know, to celebrate or to, to, to share together. So I, 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 I bet that's got a lot to do with it. There's just a lot of industries out there that are competitive and that, um, you know, they, everything's proprietary, everything's close to the chest and, um, I just have not, I, there are things, but pretty much the majority is out there in the open to share. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like, I, I made a, I can't remember where I was. So I, I've made a joke. Someone was like, you know, you're in the middle of this 13, 14 week, you know, sales, travels, airports, hotels, you know, all of that stuff. And, and I said, how do you, how do you do it? And, and quite frankly, and this is, I I mean, I don't mean this, you know, the way it's going to sound, but making and selling bourbon is not terrible. (laughs) Um, I don't think and this is the point I was making is like, if I was born into a, um, uh, this is where it went. I was saying <laughs> that if I were born into a company that sold brake pads, yeah. I don't know how, that I would be as excited about hitting the road and selling brake pads. And for the rest of that trip, the people were out, that I were with, continued to make Tommy boy references and they just kept kept, like, it was like, I put on a jacket and I would stand up and somebody would be like, fat guy and a little, and like, you know, but it's, you know, it's, it's, um, generally speaking, when you've, when you've got some decent whiskey, people are happy when you walk through their door and that's, that's fun. And, and, you know, I think something that, I, mean, that, that, I don't know that, you know, that we kind of sidebarred from your initial question, but it, you know, it's great. I know the people you've met with and, and I won't mention them unless you choose to mention them. But, you know, I, for example, um, I, I was at an event in Dallas not long ago and, you know, spent hours with one of my favorite people on the planet who we're going to get on this, you know, Dan Calloway, yeah, at BBC. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the, the BBC team, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, whether it's Mr. Rutledge texting me on both Christmas and New Year's, it's, the, you know, it's just it's like, there's just something cool about this. Everybody wants everybody to do really well. Right. And, right. and that, it's a welcoming industry. Um, once you're, you've kind of proven that you're in it for the right reasons with the right, um, you know, mentality and that, that you know, yeah. the, the things that, that you believe in are, are what the industry itself kind of believes in, which is growth right. and, 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 and doing right by people and, 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 and being part of a, a community. It's a community. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty, pretty tight community. Um, so in your experience, you've been doing this quite a while. Um, have you, have you surely you've come across those that 
aren't like everyone else that that aren't interested in sharing that perhaps are a little or or maybe not yeah i mean for sure and and there's i will say that from when i started into this you know I, it, it took a while to prove that i was i i, I knew what i was doing or that i was you know that, that I, I was capable competent um you know that that it wasn't just a like i was really committed to what what i was doing um but there's also a significant shift that's occurred in the industry and i think we've talked about this a little bit you know when when we launched kentucky Allen in 2014 the initial feedback from the um, whiskey community, which was smaller then, but no less knowledgeable, I don't think, was, you know, NDP was such a bad word. Right. NDP was, oh, hey, you don't make your own stuff. And then, oh, you don't age state it. And then, you know, but, and and what I, you know, and, and, and even then when I was invited and I, I was invited to sit on panels most of the time because like 17 people before me had passed <laughs> on the opportunity. So I was like, you know, way down the <laughs> list, but, um, uh, you know, there, there, it was, it was very like innovation in bourbon and American whiskey, um, kind of, uh, you know, doing things that weren't very, very, very traditional. Right. Work taboo were um you know and and like the old guard and not in a bad way but we're just you know and i i respect and and appreciate their uh desire to you know ensure that the you know that the guardrails that make bourbon bourbon are are in place and uh that they're uh, you know, followed, respected or whatever, but it, you know, the, this industry in, in the 12, whatever, 15, 14, 15, whatever that I've been doing it. You're like, I mean, it's changed. It's changed. <laughs> I'm and, sure and it it's, has. Things have opened up. Uh, the, you know, people are a lot more receptive to, um, innovation to right. yeah. um you know let's 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 push let's push a little bit um so a lot of the things i saw early on were somebody shows up with something that's to the old guard is controversial and it was you know and it, it, was, con it was contentious um and and now it's it's a lot less so it's kind of like oh, okay that's cool you know do you do you you know whatever um, yeah. You, you know, when you, when you talk about traditional industry, I get it. I get it. And when I, when I think of traditional, I, and I'm thinking of Bardstown in particular, I, the city, Bardstown, Kentucky, I think of Willett Distillery. Um, you drive up, you know, really great experience. Um, you know, everything from the tour to the restaurant and the, the gift shop and the, but, but to me that's traditional and that's, you know, you pull up on the gravel road and, um, and, and you get 
a feel for kind of the, the, um, historical times, I suppose. Um, but then the, the opposite of that is Bardstown bourbon company and Bardstown bourbon Company's innovative. And I, I, I feel like I, and this is, you know, coming from, you know, newer, certainly, um, than, than you've experienced, but, um, do you, do you recall when Bardstown began their, their journey to where they're at today? I mean, they've really come a long way and, and when I'm talking non, non-traditional, you know, traditional space with Bardstown is more technology savvy. They're more innovative forward thinking, uh, less human touch points on the, on the, the product, you know, as it comes in, um, uh, the, you know, from the time they bring the barrels in until the time they fill them and, um, but do, do you, was there any pushback on that in within the industry or any uh, naysaying as far as, hey, wait, 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 we've been doing this this way for since great, great, great granddaddy did it in the backyard. Um, and you guys are trying to trying to disrupt the way that we make bourbon. You know, it's like this is funny that like that's the comparison you make. It, you know, because Willett and the Willett distillery, you know, Thompson Willett built that distillery and, you know, and, and it, it closed. And, you know, the, the, the Colesveens resurrected that thing, built the new distillery, bought a, 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 a they were brilliant. Evan Colesveen you know, loaded these Rick houses with phenomenal liquid from, you know, all over the place. Like, will it, that would not be one that I would say, oh, is like this historical, I mean, yes, there's history of that brand. Will it freaking made NDPs cool? Okay. They were, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the will it family estate program, I would say that the that Drew and Evan are are as responsible for or right there at the top of the conversation for changing the okay. landscape of American whiskey with what they did and the forward thinking um you know of of the Willett family estate program of these single barrels barrel proof you know, and and, it, and and like NDP to another yeah. level because what do you know? You know the barrel number, which you right. don't know. You don't right. know the mash bill. Uh, you know the age, and but they, I mean, they changed the landscape of of American whiskey. I would say. I mean, okay. you know what what they did with that program. So I don't necessarily, yes, the feel when you go there, yeah. visit it and all that stuff. I get the historical feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of, you know, what they did, uh, what they're doing, they're making mash bills that are outside the the norm of of traditional Kentucky mash bills. I mean, okay. you know, higher, they got a mash bill that's higher malt in it than, than rye in, okay. in a bourbon mash bill. Innovative. I think they're, you know, yes, the feel, but then with, with Bardstown, that's a whole nother level. Like, right, and, and right. I would say that, and I don't know this, uh, you know, somebody can look this up, but, um, 
Cave Zamanian at Rabbit Hole, mm -hmm. uh, you know, had this this notion. Uh, BBC. I mean, I, I stood on top of BBC, on top of that distillery. There was, you know, it it was just metal piers. It kind of had a roof on it. There were no walls, no nothing. I stood up there with David Mandel, and I was like, I'm not sure if he's bringing me up here to push me off, or <laughs> you know. Uh, but you know, we're looking out and, and you could see where they had done the groundwork for the future Rick houses, but there was nothing but the shell of the distillery. We're standing on the wow. roof looking out and talking about the vision, talking about Pete's vision, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. You talk about, you know, the, the caves at rabbit hole, you talk about, um, you know, what they did there at, at BBC and, and this, you know, this entirely new concept of we're going to be like we'll be your kitchen. Like you come in, okay. you know, you don't have to, you don't have to spend the money to build the distillery, to make the sausage. Right. You come in here, you yeah. pay us, you tell us exactly what you want in your sausage. We'll make it for you. Yeah. Like that's another incredible. very innovative, uh, you know, this, this idea of custom yeah. kitchen is a very innovative space in, you know, and, and, a, and a major change that has happened in the last, you know, 10 years right, in, in this right, industry. Yeah, yeah. Completely different from, you talk about the historic stuff, you go to, you know, now, of course, they've had to industrialize and, and, and yeah. grow, oh, yeah. but, you know, you go to the, the Buffalo Traces, the Wild Turkeys, the Four Roses, the Maker's Marks, and I mean, that operation, yes, has it been uh adapted has it evolved absolutely but you know that's those are the ones that are saying hey we've been doing this for a gajillion years and yeah we ain't changing right right yeah yeah and i guess it, it, and that's just it you know and that's why i asked the question because you've you've been doing this a hell of a lot longer than i have certainly and um and and i'm not even I, I I've been, I've been a gym beam for, I've never been to Buffalo trace. I've never been to, um, uh, there's, there's a few, but, uh, I guess aesthetically that's, that's what I saw. I, you know, I've been to, I've been to Willett a number of times, amazing place, amazing experience, amazing people, amazing whiskey. Um, but to me, they're, they're polar opposites. You know, mm -hmm. I, I was, I, I saw, uh, you know, from, from a distance, uh, Bardstown evolve. And I, um, you know, just remember reading and hearing about what they were doing. You know, they were pursuing their grain to glass, um, which is absolutely impressive. You know, I, I was just there yesterday. I was there a couple months ago and I, you know, I get out here every couple months and, um, but, oh gosh, the, the expansions, the, um, you know, Rick houses go up every couple months and then they fill them and, you know, they're putting a new um, extension on the main distillery, you know, put, putting a new steel in. Um, I heard they just bought some farmland. They're putting a lake in, you know, just continues to grow and grow and grow. And I, and ironically, and I want to mention this, they're um, launching their uh, origin series this week. And, and that's a major milestone for them to, to have their product you know exclusively their product in the bottle for the first time versus their product melded in with other other whiskeys um so you know and, I, and i'm honored to to say i'll be there 
to, to experience that launch and taste some of that product and, and take some of that product home with me as well. That's why I drove my car out here. It's just easier yeah. to well, drive home sense. a couple but cases I'm of gonna, whiskey. I'm going to say something that may be controversial. Okay. And, and so I'm, I'm going to whisper it. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to whisper it. Like I, <laughs> I, I think that if Bardstown, Pete and team had, had done that, venture had created that concept 10 years earlier they'd have probably met with a hell of a lot more resistance than they did yeah they were they were smart they were visionary they and you know one of the things they did they got running and they they helped a lot of people who needed to expand big names that needed to expand mm -hmm. bridge the gap between their uh you know starting their expansion and completion of their expansion mm -hmm. they helped a lot of big brands uh oh. put away product that's going to help their growth oh yeah yeah but they they the timing was right they were brilliant i mean absolutely brilliant but had it been 10 years earlier i think a lot of the a lot of people would have been like you can't do that you can't right. that's not this isn't bourbon you can't build a big right. new place with a fancy kitchen and 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 glass and this and that and the other and and you know it was just the the timing was was fantastic for them and what they've created is to me, I mean, it, it, when people say, hey, what do I need to visit? You know, I I don't think there's a, a, a more scenic trip than the trip to Maker's Mark or the trip to Woodford Reserve. Right. Beautiful, beautiful, historic feel, you know. Um, but, you know, in the same in the same conversation, I say, you, you've got to go to BBC. You've yeah. got to see what kind of, I think a little bit of the future of, 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 and, and they've, you know, they, they, uh, there was legislation that passed. It allowed them. That was that, that whole restaurant was supposed to be just an event space. Right, so that right. legislation changed cocktail yep. bar restaurant. And guess what everybody else is doing after that? Yep. Following suit restaurants bars you know i mean it's 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 just amazing what what they've been able to accomplish you definitely should not leave this time or next time without visiting buffalo trace yeah i that, think that's a that's a you know you talk about perspective if, yeah. if your perspective right now is like historic not that it's not historic but right, if, if, right. If, yeah. if where you're if if when you think historic nostalgia old bourbon is will it go check out go check out maker's mark go check out buffalo Trace. okay different okay. different level yeah not i shouldn't say different level just um pretty cool different experience yeah more of the traditional yeah absolutely i i, I plan to i i plan to visit all of them um and yeah, it's, uh, it just haven't made it out there. We just haven't made it out there yet. But, um, I mean, I mean, to me, it's interesting to go to, I mean, Jim Beam just opened up a, a new mm -hmm. distillery last year and 
Um, uh, they, they open them up. As soon as they open it up, it's not big enough, and they start construction to, start to add on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good problem to have. And it seems like everybody's doing that now. Every month there's a new announcement. Somebody's investing a half a billion or a billion dollars to sure. double expansion, double output. What does that? What does that tell you? A lot of a lot of people drinking bourbon out there. Now, I, I want to ask you this because I, I I really do want your opinion on on this um, this Russell's Reserve Rye Whiskey. Like, what do you think about this? I I love it. It's it, it's uh, it's very pleasant to drink for sure. Um, it's uh it's not it's stands out from i i'm not a i'm not a solid rye guy i i um kind of i'm just kidding dude this re- is your reminds, rye. i was just saying it reminds me of <laughs> golden sheaf rye <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, but i'm trying to be humble here i, I think i made a great rye um, I, 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 when you said like, that i was mean. a little taken back that, that is definitely. I, lo- I absolutely love this stuff. I love. I could smell this glass. Oh man! Wow. All day long. Gosh, that, this is, that's why I came came to Kentucky, came to to Dixonville is to um, hear you say nice things to my face versus you know six states apart. Uh, I had to invite you here so you'd actually bring some, but that's not. <laughs> I did bring some. Well, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it as I as I drink it in my my two XO glass uh, with honor. Um, yeah, no, I I, I I knew it was familiar, and I I it, it made me feel at home. So um, I, I I was gonna hit <laughs> I was gonna scream cut if you started <laughs> if you started to say yeah I don't really rattle off <laughs> that's garbage water right there. Who I don't know who would drink that. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very familiar. Um, I, you know, have been sampling it across Kentucky and, and, you know, the other States as I've been, um, touring around. Matter of fact, it's kind of turned into a bit of a road show. I'm, I'm arranging for, uh, sample drop-offs to various influencers to, to get it in the hands of folks to, to talk about it and share it. And, um, so thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I think I think this conversation probably I mean we we need to expand and expound on this but this is another like when you talk about and and read the list like I read the list where 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 are these where can you find these podcasts like it, it's yeah. everywhere right Apple it's all that sure stuff. yeah so our producers are are very talented producers at, at two brothers creative um you know they they do a great job of of disseminating this uh spreading the wealth so you know we're on pretty much all of the the podcast platforms i think there's uh, roughly a dozen or 13 um but spotify apple um stitcher is one i wasn't familiar with mm-hmm. um youtube is the only video um platform but uh yeah there's 13 total i, I from what i understand um pretty much anywhere you can and then you can and then find we podcasts. have we have the um at the the blending at blending bourbon on instagram uh which i think is the best place but so following this conversation what i would love to hear from i think we're up to eight people to <laughs> to this, but like you know what what you know what what are give me uh, 
let's talk about your favorite distillery experiences. Where, you know, where, where, where do you get the best cocktail? Where, where is the, you know, what's the best tour? What, 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 what things do you like about what things do you not like about? Like, let's, let's, let's talk, um, at, you know, as we go forward, you know, let's, let's do an episode on some of this feedback of like, what's your, what's your ideal Kentucky bourbon trail experience? What yeah. other distilleries outside of Kentucky uh, right. do you love? Do you, do you think people should see? Let's, 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 let's talk about that kind of thing. Like where, oh, yeah. where do you go and you think, Oh, there, this is all smoke and mirrors. And where do you go to say, Hey, this is, you know, I'm really getting the, the down low on, on how this happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. That would be a fun, a fun thing to get feedback and, and share that feedback, read comments, talk about them, respond to them. Yep. That could be a lot of fun. Like share, subscribe, comment. Yeah. That's the thing is feedback. We want feedback. We're, we're getting feedback and people, you know, people asking about Kentucky, asking those questions and also sharing, um, you know, and that's just it is bourbon. I don't know if I dare say this. I am in Kentucky, but bourbon's not only made in Kentucky, right. Uh, right. it doesn't have to be made in Kentucky. I think that's right. the thing. Gosh, I, I, um, you know, being, uh, based in Nebraska, being based in Omaha, um, in uh, golden sheaf has established itself. We've set up reestablished itself, um, in, in our backyard. I think we're, we're doing a great job and we really appreciate all of our, um, local support. Um, lots of, lots of support. It's, it's, it's overwhelming, pleasantly overwhelming. And, um, but you know, when I come down here to Kentucky and, and, and I'm asked where I'm from and I mentioned Nebraska, I, I kind of get that stink eye. You wait a minute, you actually make bourbon in Nebraska, um, which is kind of surprising to me because I, I think of bourbon as an American spirit. I mean, I'm very well versed in Kentucky bourbon and, um, and that, you know, that the majority of whiskey and bourbon is, or, or bourbon is made, made in Kentucky. Um, you know, and, and one of the things we're doing, I'm going to digress for just a second here is, is, is seeking out good whiskeys, good bourbons around the country. Um, whether it's in Minnesota or Delaware or Louisiana, Washington state, there's some amazing bourbon out there. And, um, that's one of our, our niches is, is to incorporate those and, and, and stand out from kind of the norm, if sure. you will. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, um, that, that's exactly what we're talking about. That's, that's the yeah. innovation. That's what's yeah. happening in this space. That's where this is going. It's not, yeah. I mean, you're going to have, uh, you know, where, Wine is not all California, right? You know, right. Wine yeah. is not all France. Um, right. You know, yeah. Did it lead the charge? Did it? You know, did you know? Did 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 California move the the needle for American wines? Absolutely. Are some of the best wines you know from California? Absolutely. Do they make great wines in other parts of the country? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I mean, I think bourbon is that that's just, that's that's what's happening, right? And, and it's coming out of all kinds of cool places. It is absolutely, yeah. Send us samples of stuff from cool places. And absolutely, we'll yeah. We want to see that, um, you know, small distilleries and um, uh, large ones for sure. That'd be great. You know, that'd be great to be able to experience that on the podcast and and talk about a bourbon that's made in Florida or sure. uh, some somewhere not as traditional. Um, 
because yeah, and, and, you know, again, our niche, I keep having to, having to push that a little bit is to, um, and, and, and I, I've, I've borrowed or stolen your, your words yeah, of well, that happens. It, it happens. Cause you're, 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 you're the, you're the wise man's, uh, bourbon I maker. Yeah, you, 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 you were, you were at one, at one point, um, far less wise than <laughs> but to, to take really good bourbons and, you know, accentuate and highlight those, those really savory components. And then, um, those that perhaps could use a little assistance or, or be, be improved upon, um, marry those with other really great bourbons from other States and, and, um, combine them together and, you know, uh, complement those great components and then hone or, um, you know, round off any of those unsavory components they may have and create an amazing bourbon. That's, that's, well, that's why this is called blending bourbon, by the way. I don't know if you knew that our, our pod, our podcast, (laughs) you've heard of it and done, done a little bit yourself. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, and and that's what I love about blending bourbon is to, to be able to, you know, get creative with, with already really good, good, good aspects. And, um, so yeah, that's, that's what we're doing. We'd love those samples. We'd love to, to, to talk about and even um, share that on, on the podcast. Well, I love it. And I love, I love that we were able to do this in person and I got a little bit, I'm going to, I'm going to lean across and cheers you in person. Cheers. Always always good. Always fun. uh, Fun little discussion. We need to, we need to uh, dive back into some of this stuff, but uh, I don't know. Thanks, man. Thank you.